The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. on Facebook any other time that you would like to uh, come back and join us. You can ask questions. You can interact. You can be here. You can see it all live. Um, my brother Andreas is going to be here shortly. We're going to hit a few notes here first. Uh, and he and I will cover the weekend that was in the NFL uh, two weeks ago. One one week ago. Eight, eight days. What day is it? Eight days ago, we had the nuttiest day of our lives. We went to see... Uh, uh, Falcons at Rams, and then uh, Emo and Weird Al. That was all the same day. So we'll cover all that stuff. Uh, man, it was a weekend of upsets. It was a giant weekend of upsets. My goodness. The Colts beat the Chiefs. What? The Dolphins beat the Bills. What? The Jaguars beat the what? It was crazy. So we'll we'll cover all that stuff. We got a lot to get to. Uh, I got the drops here. I can play the drops now, so I can do the things. And Andreas and I can do some. Uh, we can do some kudos and some taps. We could do which comes first. We could do a quiz time. It's going to be exciting. But uh, we'll we'll hear. Uh, let me do a few plugs, and then we'll do some. Uh, we'll do some jokes. I'm going to be in uh, doing some live gigs. I just got back from the road. Thank you, Road. Thank you, humans. Thank you, comedy environment. It was a heartening weekend all the way around. Janesville, we sold it out, made a bunch of money. The people were so great. The show was really a pleasure. I did like 100 minutes all by myself. And uh, man, it's good to be out there. I'm working on uh, jokes about the separation and new football jokes and, you know, lots of new stuff and some old favorites. And man, it's fun to be back on the road. And then Waterloo, Iowa was weird. I, I, my, my, my dream came true. They put my name up in pallet. They put a sign out in front of the place. Check it out on Facebook. <laughs> Whatever your favorite social media is, follow me and uh, you'll see the, my name up in pallet. It was hilarious. And then Mason City Limits in the middle of Illinois, the tiniest little club you've ever heard of uh, in the tiniest little town. So much heart. Chris Spire and those guys, they do great stuff. It was awesome. It was a great weekend. Coming up, I'm doing uh, Chico, California, and then three gigs back to back to back, all kind of in the Medford, Oregon area. I'm doing uh, Talent, Oregon, Ashland, Oregon, and Medford. Uh, coming up after that, the Atlanta Punchline. I'm doing Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I'm probably going to add a couple of other dates to that weekend. Uh, New Year's, I'll be at Acme in Minneapolis, maybe the best club in America. I'm out there. I'm running around. Uh, come find us. Uh I am wearing an all pro line shirt and so is Andreas. So uh, you could pick up yours. Uh, the links are on the social media outlets. They're all up there in the link tree on the top of the page. 
Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Actually, Facebook, I don't think, has a link tree. Uh, you can figure it out. You can come find us uh, uh, and get yourself an all-pro line shirt. They also have mugs and koozies and sweatshirts and all kinds of stuff. All right, that's enough for our rah let's, uh, let's do some jokes. Oh, oh, I, I screwed up the drop. Hold on. Okay. I'm still new with the drops. Missed the thing. So got the volume. <laughs> That's the end of the two-minute drill drop. Hold on, let's do it again. No, yeah, maybe, could be. Oh, what if I just let it play? Will it play it again? Let's see. We'll all learn together. That'll be fun. The two-minute drill. Hey, there it is. I'm nailing it, everybody. there's so many jokes i mean i don't even know where to start let's do uh bill belichick said today there's nothing definitive on mac jones yet when asked if he would trade him for tom brady belichick said yes definitively yes i would definitely do that uh sad tom brady is one of my hobbies you guys know this uh his top three wideouts julio jones mike evans and chris godwin were out the bucks game plan was like sex with louis ck there was no receiver huh and you feel tricked into watching. They asked me if I wanted to watch, but they didn't wait for me to answer. You see, that game was, it was, it was the Packers against the Buccaneers. It was, <laughs> it was avocado versus cheese. I like avocado, but cheese is always going to win every time. Brady's got an injury on his, on his ring finger. He's got seven rings. If you're Tom Brady, all your fingers are ring fingers, right? This guy. An injury to his ring figure. That sounds like a bad euphemism for marital strife. Like, ah, uh, give him a heart. Give, take it easy on him. He's got an injury on his ring finger. <laughs> I have the same injury. In fact, I'm having that finger removed so I don't make the same mistake again. Uh, to be fair, I'm not sure my fi- it's my finger that keeps getting me into trouble. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I won't do these jokes here, but there's a, uh, a Moses versus Tom Brady, uh, meme that I put together for the, uh, all pro lines accounts. Go check that out. It's worth a read. It's, it's fun. That was fun to write. Uh, the Denver game was five to seven in the fourth quarter. Jesus. You, you had to be to enjoy that game. You had to be a mile high. Am I right? With the altitude, it felt like seven to nine. It ultimately ended 10 to 11 which I believe is the second time in NFL history we've ended with that score. That's a weird, fun fact. I don't know how fun it is. Uh, it's been a minute uh, uh, since the Dolphins were good. So I bring you this joke. Years ago, a friend of mine asked me who was quarterbacking for the Bears, and I said, it's Greasy Bobson. And Caroline overheard me and said, there's a player named Greasy Bobson? No, no, thanks for playing. Thanks for following my little hobby. Uh, the Colts upset the Chiefs. We buried the Colts last week. I sure did. And now they're very much alive. This could be good news for the queen. Huh? Maybe she'll, she might come. The Pro Bowl is no more. We should have seen this coming a few years ago when the sponsor was Aquafina. That is, that is not a joke. That's not the joke part. They had a, their sponsor was Aquafina, a game so watered down, it was actually sponsored by water. All right. That's enough of the jokes. Let's, uh, Let's bring in my bro. Let's see if we can add him to the stream. Hello. How are we doing? I'm good. Welcome to welcome, Andreas Economopoulos. <laughs> He's wearing the green all pro line shirt. I got the red. We're very Christmassy. It's funny. Last week, totally without without planning it, I wore my green one and Glenn wore his red one. So we're, we're the opposite. <laughs> good to see you, bro. Well, thank you, sir. Those were some fun games yesterday. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know how the, the confidence, the, not the confidence pools, the uh, survivor pools, they're being destroyed after two weeks that people were picking the Bengals and the Bills and the all, all these teams are just being completely smashed. It's uh, I have somehow survived. I have I have I still have two strikes left in my survivor pool. And oh, nice. Like 30 uh, percent of the people are out. It's a two strike league. And, and we started a week late. So it's only been two weeks. <laughs> Um, and then another, you know, big chunk of people have one strike. So I'm ahead of the curve on that. <laughs> well, welcome in, buddy. You sound good. Phys- you sound actually, you sound good. What, what'd you do? You got a new microphone situation? I don't situation? know what I'm doing. This isn't my world. I just put a uh, set of headphones on. So you can hear me. It's weird. It's so not natural to me. Oh, to have the headphones? Yeah. 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 
Yeah, but you sound good. Yeah. I'm, I'm relieved. Sometimes when we when I talk to uh, guests, it's like you got to lean into it. But you, you sound good. <laughs> well, hey, uh, uh, I wanted to bring you. Uh, I I would have you as a guest anyway. But I wanted to bring you on since we just hung out together. We do this. Uh, we have a tradition, you and me. And uh, how long have we done this? We've done it maybe five times. Five five sounds right. And we were undefeated before last weekend. Right. We pick we pick one away Falcons game a year. We did one Falcons at Jets, which was in New York with the sideways rain. That when I lived there, that was great fun. We did uh, San Francisco. The Falcons had no business winning that game and won that game. Uh, yeah. Um, what else did we do? We did Tampa. Tampa. The Thursday night game in Tampa was beautiful weather. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. I mm-hmm. love that situation. Um, yeah, that, that San Fran game, we were 11-point underdogs. <clears throat> this game, we went into Seattle, or excuse me, uh, Los Angeles, I think 10.5-point dogs. And it quickly yeah. got out of hand. And then we came back. It was amazing. Yep. I got up 28-3. to three. That's just rude when you're hoping. <laughs> And, uh, we came back and it was it was down to like the last few seconds, really the Mario interception at the end. Um, was, they were in it. It's kind of fun. It was, so, so they they smashed our record of always winning. But we do we have always covered the spread. If you that's know. that's the that's the new thing we have to say. We are just yeah, that's our on. new paradigm. <laughs> and you went to see Falcons at uh, I don't forget who it was, but it was in London. That was awesome. Yeah, it was one of our only wins last year, and it was Kyle Pitts' first touchdown in London because oh, we cool. played the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was literally the touchdown, and all the buzz was Calvin Ridley's didn't travel. That was the beginning of what has he hasn't played since then. That was whatever oh, right. October fourth or something last year, and he's not going to play this year. So, and everybody's first thought was, oh, he wasn't vaccinated. They he lied about it. Like that's a, that's how long it's been since he's played football. <laughs> <laughs> so you said to me he'll play next year, but not for the Falcons. That's your that's a just an educated guess. That's my guess. I I don't think they care. I mean, I shouldn't say they care. I think they were more upset last year because we were actually still weirdly in the playoff hunt with like two games left, and they were politely asking him what's his story, and he wouldn't say anything. And the Falcons were in a weird situation. I was looking up. It's one of the few times I can remember where somebody has a kind of mental, I need a break, and there's different lists they can put you on. So the team gets the option to pay him or not. So they were super kind, thinking he would come back and play. Nothing worse is bad for your uh, mental state more than not paying you. And then yeah. at the at the end, he just went completely silent and never really told his agent to communicate back with the fact. And they were so hush-hush about the whole thing. And so I thought we might deal him this year before the draft, before you and I are heading to uh, Las Vegas for the draft, thinking we could get a, you know, a two form or something. And then he got in trouble for gambling for the three game parlay or right. three. I think it was two parlays. <clears throat> so he's out for the whole season again. So I don't know. I'm watching this offense thinking we got Drake London, you got Kyle Pitts. If you had Ridley out there and then, you know, you get some more, one more running back. That's actually good. Um, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I actually today this is weird. I, I, there was a there was some buzz maybe because it's the Monday night game. They're looking for a storyline, but there was some buzz that maybe Kenny Galladay gets traded, and they were trying to figure out how that could work because he's got this giant contract with all this guaranteed money, and he's not been playing well. He's not been playing at all, really. Um, and they were guessing some different places that he could go. They had the Browns on the list, and they said maybe long shot Falcons, hmm. uh, which I thought was because they like these big, tall, you know guys with length that hey i you know he's too expensive in my opinion but if you obviously the trade the giants are going to have to eat a bunch of the money so if you get him for a crazy discount i wouldn't mind seeing him have another shot yeah totally agree totally agree mate what could we trade him straight up for calvin let him <laughs> yeah that uh, had it these stud receivers that are headaches like good luck <laughs> <laughs> we want a new headache <laughs> By the way, they the Kadarius Tony's out. What are they? This uh, this team just play these. Would you play Galladay and Tony for the love of God so we could see? They're amazing athletes. They're freaky good at what they do. What is happening? Are they that horrific in practice? Are they sleeping with someone on the staff? What is what is? Stop it! Let these guys play. All right. So I, I have many questions for you. Um, 
you I remember at the end of the game, you were I mean, obviously we're drinking beers and we're into the spirit of the thing, but you were really excited about the Falcons maybe winning that game. And I was kind of torn about it because I really do. This is really the first time in my life I've I want them to lose for a while. Um <laughs> but I I don't know. What were you happy to see them win? There is some scrappiness that's fun to watch. Like, where are you on this? Yeah, this is this is probably the first year of my entire life as a Falcons fan where I want to see us battle to the end. And if we blow it, I, I'm not super upset about it because we're not going to make the playoffs this year. We're not going to go, even if we skated in some miraculous way, which they actually have played better than they thought, um, you're not going anywhere. So there's this thing in my brain where I want Marcus Mirota to play well enough and then get hurt <laughs> week seven or – not play well enough, and then we could see what we have in Desmond Ritter because we have to know if we're going to draft a quarterback. We we need to know by April where yeah. we're sitting, right? Because Des looks like he could be good. You don't know. Watching all these quarterbacks, watching Russell Wilson last night. Did you? I don't know how much of the game you watched. I, all I was, of it. I couldn't believe. I was baffled at how awful he looked almost the entire game. A couple of times he looked like the old Russell Wilson. I know it was a you know defensive line storming in. It was a crazy game to start with, but. And you start watching all these other quarterbacks that are, you know, <laughs> I chuckle with the Brady delay a game. That's that's one of my oh. – the, the GOAT with the delay a game when he – well, obviously, if you score, you have to go for a two-point conversion. There's no – Yeah. <laughs> like, just watching that is just – And the play before was a delay a game that wasn't called. <laughs> right. Oh, I love it. I love it. And in the, in the press conference, he looked like he was being diplomatic and not blaming anyone else. That's your fault, dude. I mean, I mean, there might be other factors that are beyond your control. There might be some slow offensive linemen and some other things, but it, ultimately, that's on your shoulders. You know, the, you know where the play clock is. You played longer than any human has ever done this. It's on you, and you blew it. Everybody's wife has stressed them out at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah, I've but been now surprised. <laughs> I've been surprised by Russell Wilson. I, you and I talked about this a lot before the preseason. I was right on a lot of the other fantasy things. Some of these rookies, Brees Hall, Drake London, Garrett Wilson. Mm -hmm. But I was, at least so far, I was completely wrong that Russell Wilson was going to come in and take the league by storm and have a Peyton Manning kind of a chapter. He looks terrible. Three games in a row, he looks terrible. Right. I'm starting to wonder, like, okay, Let's play devil's advocate here. Cooper Rush puts together a decent game tonight. Decent, right? <laughs> what, yeah. what are you, are you, and let's, so what is he? 70% of Dak when Dak's perfectly and healthy, but he's whatever, 900% the money. So like it, it, the NFL is all yeah. about where the money More goes. More than 900. Right? More, right. Okay. So, I mean, it's too late now. They're not, they can't do anything with Dak's contract. And, and I'm not saying Dak's not significantly better than Cooper Rush. But the, the formula has always been to find the Herbert before he's the Herbert or whoever you're paying max money to and then yeah. skate into a really crazy good defense because you can pay those guys and everything else. But I'm starting with one of these $300 million you know, contract. I guess we'll see because the Browns are keeping their head above water without Deshaun Watson. If he comes right. in week, week 11 and they're 500 or a game above 500 and then – of course, he hasn't played football in two years, but let's say he gets comfortable in five, six weeks, and then I don't know. I don't know what, what a quarterback is worth anymore. The, the the market, there's only a finite amount of Josh Allens, which are truly, truly special. And even Josh Allen missed missed a game-winning pass yesterday. It doesn't happen very often. But right. he, he also he, arguably had <clears throat> some clock management issues at the end there. I mean, uh, you can. I'm not sure that's really his fault, but – He's in charge, you know. He's the one ultimately running that show at the time in the chaos. Um, yeah, that's an interesting point because in fantasy, it's a little bit of a default thing of don't spend your capital on the quarterback and save it for later and you can get a quarterback. And, yeah, I mean, Marcus Mariota is like, what, the 43rd best quarterback in the world? And he's <laughs> he's kept them in three games with a team that's pretty terrible around him, you know? Right. Right. Um, <clears throat> on the other hand, could you see them winning a Super Bowl with him? No. Like if everything else was right? That's kind of the whole thing, right, is that we know what he is. It's his third team. We, the ceiling is very clear. The floor is also not awful, which is why he's playing. Um, but, yeah, with, with you know, I don't think Desmond Ritter will ever be a Josh Allen or Mahomes, but if he's the 16th best quarterback and you have a – or whatever, the t top 10 someday three years from now, you need to know that. 
So, I mean, yeah. again, there's a Josh Allen, Mahomes, you know, Rogers is getting up there, but he's still amazing. There's a handful of like, but I thought Russell Wilson might be in that. And then watching last night, I'm like, I don't know that he's ever going to be good again. I'm, maybe it's just one bad game. <clears throat> I no, don't know. This is the third one in a row. It's 100% out of three. It's been terrible. It, really terrible. I've watched every, I mean, I've at least watched m- most of for chunks of every one and all the highlights. I, I find this story interesting because I, I feel like he's going to turn it around. And every week it's like, oh, oh, ooh, you know, you're right. You could put, you know, whatever, Caden McA- McNaught in there. And he, the team's not dramatically worse. That's weird. Can you can you win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins if everything else was perfect? Yes, but is he the bottom of that list? That's what I was going to ask you. I think he's the. I mean, you look at what a year's done to like Tennessee. They were the number one seed. Can you win a Super Bowl with, with Tannehill? Ooh, he might be just he's, below the line. He's out of the line, right? <laughs> right. What, what, what I, is Kirk, what's Kirk Cousins? That's roughly rank? where the line is, right? What is Kirk Cousins? 16, 17, 18? Where is he? Yeah, he's probably a little higher than that if you get really down brass tacks when you really start measuring. You know, when you really start putting a list together, there's some guys you probably put a, put him ahead of that maybe you wouldn't immediately. You know what I mean? Right now, would you take Jared Goff over Kirk Cousins? No. No, I think I'd, I'd rather have Cousins. Okay. But that's right. But that's the that's the conversation, right? Right. That's the universe. Though that got those guys, I think you nailed it. When you're in the 16th best, you're when you're right in the middle, when you're the mean, that's kind of the bottom of the range of guys you could win a Super Bowl with. And you're right. If Ritter is the 16th best quarterback and they're spending all their they they've spent their cap problem, they fixed their cap problem and then they spend all their money on the other positions, then you can win with a kid who's maybe not fantastic but is good, right? Right. right. That's the dream, right? Well, and you have to have somebody mobile. I think we've kind of determined that the uh, the pocket passer is... Mobile helps. Yeah, big time. Well, that's how Russell Wilson became a star in the first place because they spent all their money on the players around him and they were great. They had a great defense. they They had a good team. And he was the kid who was on the rookie contract and he was drafted late. He wasn't even making real rookie money. Right, because he was undersized, right. That Because do you remember who they had? They paid a whole bunch of money to Matt Flynn. Oh, Matt Flynn. <laughs> and they drafted Russell. I think he was third-round pick, and he came in, and they were very quick to uh, – Matt Flynn earned that contract with that crazy backup. One game. Co- yes. <laughs> he had one game where he broke some Aaron Rodgers <laughs> records for, like, was six touchdowns? It was one yeah, of those right. crazy, like, everything came together. It's like, this. this is the – a hundred million dollar game for Matt Flick, <laughs> whatever the number he eventually hey, made was. It was all about that game. Good for him. <laughs> I know. What a hero. What a great way to live. All right. So how did you like the scene in LA in terms of the tailgating and the stadium? I, and the- I, I was actually shocked. So, so I knew San Fran was going to have a wild fan base um, and, and crazy tailgating. I had heard that the Rams didn't have the same kind of, fan following i was blown away by when we first got out and walked down that whole aisle full of just music and craziness and people running around everybody was super nice right and la is the only place where a person dressed up as (laughs) britney spears (laughs) zorro and spider-man are walking around the tailgate offering up pictures with for people. money it turns out for, for money yes for money <laughs> it's like what not what just is... as a hobby no this is a profitable enterprise <laughs> and they like guilt trip you because you took a yeah picture, i right? ended up giving them some money because i once like <laughs> i was engaged before i realized i guess that's how you do it yeah, you're picture worthy and people come over and then you start posing they go we're gonna donation right I'm like oh, <laughs> you can't go shit beat it which <laughs> Which maybe yeah, that's what you should do, but uh, yeah, it's it was great though. The state, the the fan base was great. The stadium was unbelievable. I so for anybody who hasn't seen it, the the top is um, it's not open. The top is you can see the sun coming through. It looks like you know clear clear glass, kind of translucent glass, I guess. And the sides have these big areas where the wind's just coming in, so you're getting fresh air constantly. So it feels open, but it's not. And yeah, it was unreal. It was, it was an unbelievable. <laughs> I'm laughing because there were so many things that were only in LA, only in LA during the breaks does 
the mariachi band at every turn start playing on the on the jumbotron. People are going people are going crazy for the mariachi band. Like, what is happening right now? Like, and and at Mercedes Benz, you know, we have you know Samuel L and Luda, and we right. We, it's just such a, it's such a different scene. Very um, different. So, so the first, the first round of, so I go and I say, all right, bro, I'm going to go get us a beer. And the, the vendor's sitting there, standing there with the, holding his little barrel, right? And there's a big line <laughs> and, and there's people are walking by and, Hey, are those cold? Are those cold? There's no signs. There's no nothing. Right. <laughs> and he, there's nothing. You're just, you finally it's your turn and you're like, don't want to screw it up. So he pulls out the two tall boy Modelo's. These are, <laughs> These cost, you know, 26 cents in real life. <laughs> and he pulls them out and everything's credit card only. And he puts the card in and it pops up and he's asking for a tip. And I'm like, well, I don't, what's the, pro-? and I'm, so it immediately pops up $36. And then, and then you can click the 20% button for that, which adds another <laughs> setting and tip. chain. And I'm like, I'm, I, I was, I was like, I so confused staring at it. And I was like, <laughs> is that what? These are, I only got two and he's still staring at me and I'm like, and I'm not doing a 20% tip on, he just goes twice. That's yeah, not right. worth $7 for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I'm like holding the beers and there's, the, you know, and I'm, I'm like trying to find the custom tip to give him a few bucks. So I like walk over. I'm like, all right, bro, this is $40 worth of beer. Yeah. <laughs> Don't spill these down the back of the lady in front of you, please. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Again, only in LA. Very, <laughs> uh, very LA. Oh, then we're parched, and it's like bottle of water, five dollars. Yeah, we're not going to share point. one. <laughs> yeah, it's like, crazy. Okie dokie. <laughs> That's why you bring a bag of beers, like we did, to the parking lot. At least we got most of our drinking done before we went in. That was hey, that was genius. <laughs> <laughs> Red cup, genius. Your, your bag wasn't even like it was uh, like half breaking. Like you don't even have it. <laughs> yeah, worked out. It was worked great. Out. All the beer choices were great, by the way. And shout so, out to uh, Ryan Chambers and. Uh, oh yeah, <clears throat> that beer was delicious. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code Program for a four week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code Program. Yeah, agreed. Oh, by the way, oh, I forgot to look and see who's here. We got a bunch of people here. Uh, Susan's in. What's the beer? All right, Susan, I've got a, uh, this is a weird one. It's a tangerine beer. It's a tangerine wheat beer. Who, who makes this? It's weirdly good. This is from Lost Coast Brewery in Eureka, California. I didn't realize this was a California beer. I found this in North Carolina with the boys when we were playing Frisbee golf. Mm, it's fantastic. Jerry Oliver, hello to you. He smashed me with the... Uh, with the stack and the all pro lines listener league, he's got, he has Lamar Jackson and, uh, <laughs> and the, and the tight end. What's his name? The big giant Mark kid. Andrews. Yeah. That's a pretty good stack this week. Oh gosh. Yeah. Ron Milford. Uh, <clears throat> awesome. we got a bunch of people we know chiming in here. Uh, thanks for coming guys. Thanks for Susan says, I learned the hard way. Never to date a guy divorced less than a year. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some other chicks haven't learned that lesson yet. LOL. Well, I'll let you know how it goes, Sue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably a good rule. Um, where would you? Where? Oh, Barry Wakeman. What's up? Wakeman. Sorry. Never say die. It's German, right? If it's W I E, the rule is uh, in German, D I E. Never say die. It's, it's D. So it's Barry Wakeman. You want to have, you want to have weak in your last name when you're kind of a nerd in the first place. That makes for a comfortable high school experience. <laughs> uh, we love you, Barry. Um, all right, so where 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 would you want to go? Where, what's a Falcons at game that you would love to have on our list for next year? If it, when you when the schedule comes out, what would be like? Oh, that's the one. Yeah. So I mean, you and I always like filling in some poker. We had a great poker room in Tampa. Mm. Uh, down at the Seminole and got this year for, for the, for the, yes. And right. Exactly. That was dreamy setup. And this year <laughs> I got to go to the world famous commerce casino as, <laughs> as seen on TV, the Uber drops us off, walk in and it's all gone. Completely barren. 
they're uh, they're doing some renovations over there. So we we played poker in a tent for twelve hours. <laughs> yeah, it was good. 10, 12 hours. Yeah, could have been longer. We tried to be responsible. We were we were very responsible, and we got to meet Ray, which I know you referenced last <laughs> last week. I I can't believe there was a gentleman like that. <clears throat> there was only in my brain does that even exist where he's opening his jacket and offering up drinks and drugs live to everybody while we're playing poker for basically 10 hours <laughs> hardcore drugs not even like regular soft <laughs> drugs that you always see <laughs> and then and then at one point he's on the phone he goes dad dad are you awake are you awake these atlanta guys want to meet you <laughs> and we're like look over and so down comes an 80 year old man <laughs> yeah dad these are the guys i've been telling you about from atlanta <laughs> <laughs> hi sir how are uh, you? <laughs> it's kind of cool to see the dad actually because he was such a character you know like like when i was at summer camp when you when you spend uh when you spend every minute of every day with children for a while that are in your cabin and then you get to meet the parents at the end sometimes you don't meet them at the beginning <laughs> it always <laughs> like it always puts together the whole mystery of it all you know good or bad <laughs> right it, right. teachers always kind of joke about that too but it's true it's kind of neat to see the dad because that guy was a character <laughs> oh my goodness oh to answer your question well having watched the game yesterday like i would love to go to seattle at some point and yeah the 12th man and just that whole scene it's kind of legendary and they have, they have good poker there as well and obviously great town to visit so oh that's a good point i've actually been to a game there years ago my manager lived in seattle which by the way don't get a comedy manager who lives in seattle that's just a tip <laughs> uh, she took me to a seahawks game way back in the day it was you know the, it's uh, maybe 15 20 years ago um Is that's that beautiful hasselback days yeah it's on the sound so you, it's open and it's really steep it reminded me of auburn like it's really like mm. it's built for football and it, it people are tight and it's like like it's one of those like you're nervous to fall forward and go down to the bottom you know like it's it's really kind of steep which is perfect for the sound and the intimacy of it and it's open and you're on the water so there's literally seagulls flying over you it's kind of oh, surreal. Wow. Huh. Yeah, it's it's pretty neat place. That's um, but wouldn't you want to see Falcons at Packers? Wouldn't that be a legendary experience? It, it would be if it was early in the season. I am such a wuss with cold weather, and that looks miserable. I don't want to Agreed. be out there when it's like minus four and you're Lucas Oil. I got to go there this year, but I would like yeah. to be there for a Falcons game. That's an amazing, great stadium. Oh, and by the way, SoFi for dogs fans, national championship game is in SoFi in January. Yep. Can't mm. book it yet. Well, barely lost, barely beat Ken Stack. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. I, I was watching that game in a poker room. You'd be proud of me. I was, I, I stopped for a couple hours when I, in Iowa and I made them turn on the dogs game and they were, that was a super obscure game for them. They were watching all these Iowa Midwest kind of games. Um, and there was a guy there who was who had some parlays on some obscure teams. It was like a fucking flashback to, <laughs> to, to Ray our, to our guy. Yeah, he was like, "Come on, Wake Forest!" And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> hey, Wake's actually good this year. I I guess I keep yeah. hearing about him. Yeah, yeah, they went overtime with Clemson. Crazy, <laughs> crazy. I I'd love to see. I, I, I've been to Lucas Oil and I've been to Seattle. I think my top few would be Lambeau and Kansas City. I think would be. I really would like to go to Arrowhead for sure. Mm -hmm. um, hey, we're going to be there in April, though. In April for what? The oh, draft. there's a Falcons game there. No, no oh, the, dra the draft. The draft. Sorry, yep. I'm dumb. Yes, yes, I'm excited about that. You already booked the room. Yeah, eighty eighty four dollars, baby. And they, <laughs> that's what I like to hear. <laughs> By the way, that's about how much our tickets were for the Falcons at Rams. I, I, that's that's when you told me. We, so you showed me the tickets. We got in fees, everything for basically right at a hundred dollars. Yeah, it was like a hundred and five, hundred and seven, or something. And that's I with thought, the fees. That's with the ticket fees I, and the I, taxes. I, we definitely spent two more tickets. On, we split nachos, had two waters and two beers, and spent the same amount. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the, I was like, wait, these nachos are nineteen dollars. Maybe they're <laughs> we giant. Spent, we spent like, way more. <laughs> it's like five chips. Like, what's oh, happening? Wow. <laughs> we spent more on the Uber to go see Emo. Uh, gosh. <laughs> uh, so good. Crazy. All right, let's do some uh I got the drops here. Let's do some of our go-to segments. That's what we can do now, right? 
I'm ready. Uh, Taps on the back. Taps on the back. Taps on the back. Taps on the back. like about that oh <laughs> that's a good one all right uh i'll go first if you don't mind i'd like to give kudos to arthur smith i didn't i wasn't sure i was gonna like this guy but and he's got no team to work with he's got the 42nd <laughs> best quarterback in the world and they're spending 40 million dollars on matt ryan and julio jones this year um but that team has been in three games with they had no business being in games and they're in them and there's some mistakes here and there and some things you go, ah, come on. But for the most part, that team is scrappy. And I feel like if they can take the peaks of this team and cut the other 70% of these dudes next year and start over, we're going to have a hell of a foundation. I'm with you on that. <clears throat> with kudos, you on that. Arthur. Kudos. Uh, my kudos goes to Lamar. Taps. You give taps. I give kudos. Oh, shoot. I blew it. I blew it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my taps goes to Lamar Jackson. Uh-huh. Going into New England and scoring five touchdowns with Crazy. over 300 yards and putting the game away. And I read something today. The first three games of the season, he has the highest fantasy football total of all time of any player in fantasy history for three games. Oh, wow. That's kind of a fun step. Averaging, I think it was, I don't even, 39 points a game average. It's something crazy on PPR scoring. Yeah, he smashed me in two leagues this week. Glenn Grizzard beat me in my other league with Lamar Jackson. He's got Saquon, too. It's going to be a smashing. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually shocked that I, I, I was completely wrong about him, completely wrong about Jalen Hurts. I didn't think they could throw the ball accurately enough, and I'm realizing Lamar especially has his – and he's – imagine if he had any weapons. Like yesterday, right. Devin DuVernay scored, and right. Mark Andrews had two. He's got nobody to throw to. Speaking of which, I've got a bone to pick with you because you beat me in the dynasty. Calvin Ridley. You be, let's deal him. Kenny you Gully. Beat, <laughs> you beat me in the dynasty league. That's right. Yeah. Did you see Hollywood Brown had 14 catches in a PPR yeah. league? Yeah, oh. he had like 17, 17 targets or something crazy. So dumb. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. So it's so frustrating. My wide receivers are coming together, man. If I get a running back or two, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uh, deadly this season. I three games into the season and it was the first draft where it's the only time you draft full draft. Right. And I, and I immediately have had buyer's remorse. Can't sleep at night, turning around, thinking about I'm on Ross St. Brown, go slipping <laughs> through my fingers. I, just, I had him twice. I had him in two leagues and one, two leagues last year and waited. Ah, oh, so annoying. Just brutal. I've had the first for through the first two games. I picked Kyle Pitts first of, you know, first overall for my team. And uh, Justin Jefferson was on the board, and I've been like, hmm, <laughs> might be a little too homery. You know what? Justin's now had two dud games, and now Kyle Pitts is alive and well again. So, you know, <clears throat> these things you got to look at them through the long haul. You can't you can't judge it on anything by a couple of games. Yeah, it makes it weird when you're drafting somebody forever. Forever, it's a long time yeah. <laughs> until they stop playing football forever. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's a deep league. I mean, it's not ours isn't that deep, but it's 20 players forever. So you can have you probably have, you know, six, eight, ten guys for a decade. Right, right. And you're staring it's an interesting league, right? It's an interesting situation. Yeah, and you're keeping on you're keeping scrubs on your on your roster who probably will never play, but they're young. So you're like, what if something, what if he gets traded? What, what if like, he hits, right? Right. Fifth on the depth chart somewhere, <laughs> you know, it's, it's nuts. I have Kenny Galladay in that, in that league. And I'm afraid to drop him to go get somebody I need because I don't want him to be traded to the Ravens and be a star for four years. <laughs> right. I think so you're I safe. To, I think you're safe there. <laughs> I have to hold on to him just in case. Can we stop with Kenny Galladay? He's a, he's a bum. <laughs> he's got no, this has gotten more pub in this podcast than anywhere <laughs> else the whole season <laughs> all right let's do another uh let's do another thing here. but now it's time for which comes first oh yes it's time for which comes first 
Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time for which comes first. But now it's time for which oh. comes first. Uh, it's on repeat. You got to pause it. Otherwise, I'm still learning. Um, all right. This one's this. We could do this fairly quick. We don't need to spend a lot of time on this. First coach fired. Matt Rule for the Panthers mm-hmm. or the field? Matt Rule. Yeah, I think so. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to take the – I mean, if you're betting, you have to take the field. because Absolutely. So many yeah. people. But it does look bad. <laughs> he did just win, which makes it an interesting question this week. That's another one. I thought Baker would be better. I, I'm starting to realize Justin Fields actually may not be good. I'm, my whole brain is scrambled with who I thought was going to be good in the NFL. You're right. And the yeah. other guys you mentioned are Justin Fields-esque, and they're great, right? And, and, and Justin Fields looked great in the big white-hot spotlight, the bowl games in Ohio, and, you know, like all the – he passed all of those tests the way some of these other guys have. I – Again, it's early. You never know. And it's the system and it's what's around him too, but it doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he threw the ball nine times last week. So just, the, so they definitely don't trust him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but they're, and that's that only in the NFL is they're two and one. <laughs> they yeah. just, the same record as Tampa, Green Bay. I know. And, and Buffalo, even the Broncos the are two and one. They, the Broncos that look like the worst two and one team in, in the history of football. And yet, to start off two and one, you're all right. You're going to be fine. Get it together. <laughs> all right, let's get a quiz time. This is all right, all right, kids. Put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. <laughs> um. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a five percent uh, swing. I'm gonna give you a ten percent window. If you guess within five percent, you win. Uh, dating back to the merger, teams that have gone three and zero in the NFL have made the playoffs. What percentage of the time? Oh, okay. While you're mulling, we currently have the uh, the Dolphins and the Eagles are the two three and zero teams right now in the NFL, and the Giants are the other undefeated team at. At two and zero, did I say two and zero? The other two teams are three and zero. The Giants are two and zero. Seventy-eight percent. That's correct. Seventy-five percent of the time, the three and zero NFL teams since the merger go to the playoffs. That's pretty cool. Um, I I just found some fun facts, sort of at the last minute. Let's see if I can morph this into a question for you. Last year, five teams opened the season three and zero. If you can name three of those, you win this. Hmm. Last year, we had five 3-0 and teams. Okay. KC? Nope. Hmm. <laughs> that, been, that, would, that sounds like a good guess. <laughs> right. So I'm trying to think of the, the big boys. That's a weird end. list, actually. Hmm. San Fran? Nope. Tennessee? No, I'm only able to reverse engineer that this makes sense because I'm staring at the list and I remember some of these storylines now that I see them on here. Okay. Uh, I'll fine. give you a couple more guesses. Uh, I would have gotten any of these probably. Wasn't Green Bay? Wasn't did Detroit? They were awful, right? No, they were awful. Yeah, they've been awful. That's what I thought, but you said it's... Hmm. It is a weird list. There's a couple teams on here you definitely wouldn't expect. Last year, the Cardinals. Cardinals went like 7-0, and remember? That's right. Because uh, right. The Rams, the Broncos. That's a weird one for last year. Hmm. The Raiders and the Panthers. Wow. <laughs> now, two of those teams did not make the playoffs. The Broncos and Panthers. Denver finished 7-10 and after going 3-0. and That hurts. Wow. And Carolina went 3-0. and and finished five and twelve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! I wouldn't have remembered that. That's for sure. That's fantastic. <laughs> All right, this one's really obscure, but just for fun, we'll turn it into a, a quick quiz. Uh, dating back to the 1979 NFL playoff expansion, six teams have accomplished the feat of uh, uh, of going zero and three to start the season and then make the playoffs. Hmm. 
What's the most recent team to do that in 2018? 18. Yeah, that's kind of impossible. Uh, Not too hard, but I just N- made it. N- NFC? NFC or AFC? AFC. Hmm. Browns. That's the right neighborhood. The Texans went 0-3, finished 11-5. and That's a pretty strong finish. Wow. And then lost to the Colts in the wild card round. Wow. Okay. Yeah, crazy, right? That is crazy. I've got one trivia question. Let me know when I can ask it. All right, it's time. It's time? Okay. Wait, should we? Hold on. Let's do this. All right, all right, kids. <laughs> Put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. Oh. I suck at the drops. <laughs> There's an art to it. All right. We miss you, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Boy, do I. All right. <clears throat> this is nothing. This is this is only for this week. On Sunday, there's a matchup between the two current rushing leaders through week three. Which two teams are playing each other? Say it again. If there's a there's a this coming weekend coming up week four. On on Sunday, October first, the two rushing leaders. Running backs. This doesn't count Lamar. <clears throat> the two rushing leaders for running backs in the league right now through week three are playing each other. Who well, are that's they? fun. That's a fun quiz. I like this mm-hmm. quiz, but I mm-hmm. suck at this and I haven't looked at anything for next week. I only happen to know the London game because I wrote a joke about it. The London game is, is not the answer. It's the Viking Saints. That's not it. Mm-hmm. Um, who are the rushing leaders? Let's see if I can put the top few on the board. This is tricky, though, because of fantasy, so many of the guys that are studs get points in yardage. That's not a rushing leader. Correct. Yep. Thanks. I know Henry's, Henry's had a slow start to the season, and some of the big monster studs are way behind what they normally would be. I think McCaffrey still has pretty consistent rushing yards, and he hasn't been catching the ball much. I'm going to say McCaffrey is one of them. Is that right? Incorrect. Ah, there's two guys ahead of McCaffrey for rushing? And there's some local, this is a local question, my friend. Oh, it's Patterson? Patterson versus? I don't know who they're playing. Think Georgia Bulldog. Oh, Nick Chubb. That's right. Browns, Falcons. Who would have thought Patterson would be second in yards right now? (laughs) That makes no sense at all. (laughs) At least they're using him again. Stop giving the ball to Algier. It's ridiculous. Uh, hey, he had uh, he had over eight yards of carry yesterday. Patterson, he did. did? It's crazy. Oh, Patterson. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, not yes. Algier. Yeah, not yeah. Algier. No, 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 no. I bet Algiers no. is south of three. I would guess so as well. <clears throat> Two and a half yards and a pile of rubber pellets. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got Mark Colazzo here on the board. That's cool. Good to see you, Mark. <laughs> Susan Clark said, I thought it was Chubbs. I was wrong on the Falcons. Hey, Glenn's in here too. What's up, Glenn? Yeah, Glenn beat me this week uh, in fantasy. He also had Corderell on his team. His team smashed me. But in that in that league, my team's 0-3. What percentage of Georgia Roots teams that go 0-3 make the playoffs? It ain't big. <laughs> it's almost none because in that league, it's a 12-team league and only four teams make the playoffs. That's right. I'm already uh, I'm already done trying to win. I'm going to look at stars for next year. It's at least a keeper league. You could at least have lo- have the long game in, in mind. I have Drake London in that league, so that's good. <laughs> we saw Drake London's first touchdown and first two-point conversion. That's right, and he scored again yesterday. I don't know if you saw the touchdown yesterday. They grabbed him, and he just like he was marched, like, marched into the end zone. <laughs> he backed in like, man, I got this. <laughs> All right, guys, let's do a couple more plugs. Um, oh, the, we have a sponsor. I, I, I keep forgetting to mention this on the podcast. I put it on social media, and that's really where you should go to find the link. It's an easier way to do it. Monkey Knife Fight. They're awesome. It's perfect for island games like this. I did a couple of them last night. I like to bet small, but you usually, I mean, they have a lot of different props. It's, um, it's not fantasy exactly, and it's not uh, against the spreads. It's all the prop stuff. So it's like, over or under Jeff Wilson getting 56 yards rushing. And then you can, you can pair that with over, over, under 
uh, George Kittle getting 12 fantasy points. And you can pair those up. And for five bucks, uh, I won 17 and a half, you know, in one of these little prop bets. And it makes it fun to watch the island games in particular. Anyway, you get 100% uh, initial deposit bonus when you use the code all pro lines. So go to the, go to the thing. It's up to 100 bucks. You put 100 bucks in, boom, you have 200 bucks and you're off and running playing props and it's especially fun on mondays if you're not in the pool and your fantasy team has already been smashed by some asshole named glenn and uh and and then you just play you play a couple of cool props and you have a couple of tangerine beers and you watch the monday night game and you do your taxes as a for instance (laughs) when you defer your taxes they're due october 15th which is soon and i haven't done shit uh monkey knife fight uh all pro lines i hope they don't listen to this and uh fire me based on that promo but uh that's what they do props uh go to kostaki.com to find the tour schedule uh come join us on social media we're messing around with new media i tried i tried two different uh new things in the past few weeks actually three depending on how you define i've been doing this uh uh mini helmet theater i did another one about two hours ago and it's goofy and silly and fun so Come join that. And also I tried, uh, we did a, we did a versus it's, uh, Moses versus Tom Brady. That's a meme you can enjoy. Uh, that's got some, <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to experiment with the, um, Andreas and, and our cousin, we laughed over this, uh, Venn diagram comedy, which I don't know how else to refer to it. So I'm going to try some Venn diagram football comedy. Uh, and I'm going to continue to explore different ways to be funny about football. Come join the fun and chime in and, write some jokes with me it's it's good fun uh that's it thanks andreas it's great to see you buddy yes thank you thanks for letting me come on good luck everyone if you have (laughs) implications tonight you got implications yes whoever has implications (laughs) i hope you get what you what you dream of and if you don't have any go to monkey knife fight and get yourself a five dollar implication get a twenty (laughs) dollar implication get a three hundred dollar implication get two dollar there's a big range over monkey knife fight all right that's enough thanks guys i'll see you (laughs) see you Wait, I got to put the music. Wait, we got an outro. Oh. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>